Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are jamming with Jason Mefford, where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous, some may seem ordinary, and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world. Sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic, accepting and loving yourself more, and spreading love to others. Since really, all you need is love. And what the world needs now is love, sweet love. We discuss all aspects of self-improvement, growth, and so much more. Great content, insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens. You're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, let's roll that beautiful podcast footage. Hey, everybody. I am excited today to have my friend Sarah Routman back with me. And I got to tell you, Sarah is one of those people. Every time I see her face, I just smile and I want to start laughing. And that's because she's actually a laugh expert. So why are we talking about laughing? Because a lot of us, it's our life is too serious. You know, we feel heavy. Uh, and especially with a lot of the things that are going on in the world today, sometimes we can feel that heaviness or anxiety and other things like that. And so I wanted to make sure and bring Sarah on because laughter, whether you realize it or not, is one of the easiest ways to get out of any emotional funk that you happen to be in. So with that, we're going to bring Sarah on and roll that episode. <laughs> Hello, hey, Sarah, it is good to have you here with me. It's great to be back here with you. I'm really excited that you value laughter so much. And hopefully if you've got any listeners out there who aren't sure that it's something that they should be taking seriously by the end of this, they will. Well, that's, that's what my hope was too. Cause I, I know, you know, again, I Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I talk to myself in the third person, right? So, <laughs> so sometimes Jason is a very boring boy, right? You know, too much, too much work and not enough play makes Jason a very boring boy. Yeah. And I know, you know, I'm, I'm human just like everybody else is. And there's sometimes when I feel a little heavy, I feel a little weighted down and, you know, I remember last time we talked about, you know, some of the different things that you do to help people maybe not take our life quite so serious and just laugh about certain things. And so wanted to make sure, because especially with all the things going on in the world, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that are feeling that way too. So 
you know, again, when they listen to this episode, they're going to be laughing as we go through this, because I know you. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing already. We right. And the important thing is that if people are feeling really heavy and thinking, oh, this is the wrong time for laughter. Oh, we shouldn't be laughing at this. I want to be really clear. I am not advocating laughing at anything or ever at anyone. I'm not making light of the seriousness of the stuff. What I advocate is laughter is this gift we have been given in our bodies. And once we know the science and once we know how to use it, then we can lift the heaviness so that we can then pay attention. How can I help? How can I change this? How can I shift my perspective? How can I get out of stress? And it's not that we're trying to lighten up the heaviness of the situation. We're just trying to change our response to it. Well, and I think that's that's interesting because, again, like you said, and, and some of the people that are listening might not know this yet. So by the time that you finish this pot, this episode, you're going to know. Right. But this is all based in science. Yes. And and what's what's interesting, because, as you said, you know, a lot of times when we when we feel certain emotions, we want to usually medicate ourselves a lot of times. So sometimes people will turn to drugs or alcohol or other things to kind of medicate and get themselves through it. And the nice thing is laughter, you're actually medicating yourself. Like physiologically, you are changing some of the chemicals in your body and excreting things, you know, like endorphins. And, And so, you know, instead of trying to reach for something external, the answer is already within us. And it's safe too, because I'm not going to end up in rehab for laughing. Right. Right. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody going to rehab. Well, I will say laughter is out of control. I will say though, some people laugh at inappropriate times and hopefully this will help anyone who's ever laughed inappropriately and then judge themselves harshly for it. So I want you to understand that when you laugh at an inappropriate time, like for example, when my daughter laughed at her grandfather's funeral, she was hysterical laughing. And she came to me like, mom, what's wrong with me? Why am I laughing? Well, she didn't consciously say, I need to laugh now. What happens in your body is you become so uncomfortable, so nervous that you start laughing because when you laugh, it gets rid of cortisol, the stress hormone with those endorphins and other feel good chemicals, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, those chemicals flood your body when you laugh. And so when you are in a situation where you really need that, you just start laughing without being able to control it initially, because your body is saying, Hey, I got to find some balance. I need to be grounded. And so instead of feeling bad, just be grateful that your body has this mechanism to give you this opportunity to feel a little bit better. Well, it's funny that you say that because I was, I was actually just, I just saw a YouTube video a couple days ago and it was, it was, you know, this couple that's getting married. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're up in the front, you know, looking at each other, going through their vows and the minister or preacher, whoever it was, it was officiating the ceremony, you know, was kind of feeding the words so that they could go through their vows. And, and the bride was just laughing uncontrollably through the whole thing. And it was just so, so fun to kind of watch and to see that. But that's probably a real life example, just like your daughter had when, you know, yeah, she was probably a little 
a little nervous, you know, and anxious. She was happy. She was excited to be there. But, you know, like you said, sometimes the body just wants to take over and it's okay to let it, let it do that. Right. I'm, and I'm glad that you give everybody permission to do that because I often laugh at inappropriate times <laughs> and usually at inappropriate things <laughs> as well, because it's just funny, right? Right. It's well, like... and listen, everyone has a different sense of humor, right? But, but we also, as adults, we tend to stifle those laughs. So even when it's not inappropriate, it's a perfectly appropriate time. Let's say people are gathering at work and having a conversation and it's just a conversation. It's not even jokes. We laugh because we want to be approved of and we want to be connected to everyone. But if all we allow ourselves is that, oh, yeah, <laughs> like that, we're missing the great benefits that are right there on the other side of that <laughs> is a belly laugh. <laughs> and if you just allow it, then those chemicals are multiplying and you're you're. Um, engaging the diaphragm, which then gives all the other organs in your body a massage. So it's good exercise and it helps with inflammation and pain. In fact, there's a doctor in out of Maryland. His name is Dr. Michael Miller. He's a cardiologist and he's written a book called Heal Your Heart. And he prescribes 15 minutes of good belly laughs a day okay. for his patients. And that's because inflammation and it'll helps with you know, whether you've had a heart attack already or whether you um, are wanting to prevent it. So imagine having a heart attack and, you know, okay, I want you to start walking every day, you know, cut out these foods, eat, and I want you to laugh every day for 15 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty good, you know? Well, it's it's really good. And I never really thought of it that way. But like you said, it's, it's kind of like giving your body an internal massage. Yes, absolutely. Right. And so yeah. we we all already know how good it feels to get a massage. Yep. But did you know, you know, again, that right. you can actually give yourself an internal massage actually just from laughing. In fact, there's another doctor, Dr. William Fry, who says laughter is like jogging on the inside. So we know that jogging is good for us, but imagine, I always like to imagine a little giggle guy. He's got <laughs> long legs and long arms and great big bouncy white gym shoes. And he's running around inside your body. And he stops at each organ and gives him a massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm having flashbacks, right? To the, to the little, uh, the, the little guy on my shoulder, right? When oh, we yes. did this before. <laughs> okay. Anyway, inside, inside joke, but we'll probably get there too. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's there, I mean, there is, it's, it's serious medicine, if yeah. you will. And, and like you said, it's, it's obviously so much safer than going and taking a Xanax or popping a Valium or drinking a fifth of Jack Daniels. Not that I've ever done that before. Yeah. But, you know, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done that. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh, memories just popped back in my head. Okay. Anyway, but, um, but I think it's interesting too, because I, I always love to have interesting people on and talk, talk to people because I think sometimes when, you know, when I look at you, it's like, you just make me laugh, girl. And oh, you, it's and one you, of the best things about what I do. People see me and they're like, oh, I remember you. And like, yeah. imagine what a great way to be greeted that people recognize you for laughter. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, it is. But I think, you know, sometimes we see people who are maybe a little further down the path than we are. 
you know, we're as humans, we're, we're no different. We're all the same. We're all connected. But there, there's certain people who obviously know how to do some things better than we do, not because they're better, but only because they're a little further down the path than we are. Right. Or they practice a lot. They practice a lot. Right. I mean, it's like if I go out and I try to, sh- you know, shoot, shoot free throws right now. I ain't making very many of them because I haven't been practicing basketball in a long time, but you know, all the people who do play basketball all the time, I can learn how to do it. I can practice. And, and so I guess where, where I wanted to go is because a lot of times, you know, those of us like you and me that are here trying to help people, sometimes people think, oh, well, that's fine for you, but I can't do that. So I wanted to go, I always like to rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. and kind of talk about origin story, if you will, because I want people to be able to see and understand that what you have done, the path you have gone, is also the path they can go, right? Yeah. And, and like I said, it has been a path. So let's, let's kind of rewind a little bit, just let people know a little bit about your story and why you came to laughter and why you have kind of made it your life's passion now to help other people laugh. Because I think there's a lot of benefit. People, as they listen to this, are going to go, oh, 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 that might not be my, my exact situation, but I can see a lot of myself in Sarah. And if yep. Sarah can do it, that means everybody listening, <laughs> can you can do it, do it too. Yes. So, so yes. give us give us a little bit more of the backstory and help us kind of understand how you how sure. you came here. So I couldn't always just let go and have just a great big laugh, and I tended to be a little serious. In fact, at one of my jobs, my you know you get an evaluation, and what was my evaluation? My supervisor came in and said, "Sarah, you need chocolate in this office. You need music. You need to have more fun." Now I was working with teenagers, but still, you know, <laughs> it was, and it was a real wake up call that I was focused because I had a lot of responsibilities. So I'd be like sitting at the computer, and he's like, you know just, it doesn't have to be so serious, which was a good lesson. But if you backtrack, I'm going to take your listeners back to 1993 and 1993, yeah, 93. I'm living on the bathroom floor of my daughter's hospital room um, at Duke University Hospital. And she has an immune deficiency, which means that anyone who comes in her room has to have masks and gloves and all that which, you know, was a very interesting revisit in these last couple of years. Um, And her dad was home with the other two kids. And so he came to visit one weekend and he's sitting on a rocking chair and on the wall, there's a great big, very colorful poster because I had her whole room decorated like a college dorm room. And it said, I love you very much. So she's 18 months old and she's sitting on her dad's lap and he's pointing to the poster saying, I love you very much. And when he gets to you, he starts tickling her and she's laughing and laughing and laughing. Now she was in the hospital for eight months in and out. And, um, she had a lot of serious things going on. And, um, so there was not a lot of reason to be particularly uplifted or joyful, except that she was a great joyful child. 
And my favorite quote is life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we respond. And even though that's my quote, it was sometimes not e easy being all jovial in this hospital room, but she just started laughing in that moment. And then he started laughing. And before I knew what happened, I heard my own voice laughing. And it was as if my daughter said, come, let's get out of here. Let's just go and play in the garden and just be with me in this moment. And it was just this wild abandoned laughter. And I just, something in me shifted. And I knew that laughter had power that I had never understood before. And it's interesting now because uh, I've been writing a book with my sister who I also trained as a laughter yoga leader and she's my identical twin sister and mm. definitely not easy laugher. She's got a lot of resistance to laughter. But in these last four years of writing this book, we've uncovered a lot of things. And I did have a little bit more background um, leading towards laughter. But what happened is about 10 years later, I had been looking for this laughter, this great, you know, take you out of your skin laughter. And uh, my daughter, my older daughter's friend invited me to a laughter yoga session. And I had never even heard of that. And I'm like, sure, it's Molly, I'm gonna go. And at the end of 45 minutes of laughing, we all were told to laugh on purpose. We looked at each other, we kind of giggled awkwardly. And eventually the laughter became real and then we couldn't stop laughing. 45 minutes later, I go to my car. I'm like, oh my God, that's the laughter. That's what I wanted. And if we could create that from nothing, I need to do this. I need to teach other people how to do this because it's really powerful and it can make you feel amazing. And so I did. Ever since then, I became certified as a teacher and a leader and a teacher so I can train other people. And um, I do it every day. I started doing it um, every day on Facebook Live during the pandemic because I, I looked around and as I was losing my job and losing my income because, you know, everything was closing down, like everyone else, I looked around and everyone was stressed. And I just said, everybody needs this. And there's nothing to laugh about, but God, we need the laughter. Yeah. And so, so that's why I do it. Well, and I forgot to, I, I forgot a few of the details <clears throat> of, of your story with your daughter. You know, the fact that she was only 18 months old. Yep. She was in there for eight months, off and eight on. months yeah. off yep. and on. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. And so here you are as a mother, you know, and, and again, I mean, mother's Mothers with their children, there's a different emotional attachment than yeah. fathers have, right? I mean, I've got six kids, four from one marriage, two from another, but it's different, right? And so I have to imagine, you know, what you were feeling and maybe some of the depths that you would go to yeah. at certain points, seeing your 18-month-old daughter having these trials you not being able to help her yeah. and, and just how that had to kind of weigh down on you. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, for everybody that's listening, you, you probably didn't, don't have an 18 month old that was in the hospital like that, right. but I'm sure there have been times when you felt heavy or weighed down. Mm -hmm. I do. Right. 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 And, and like you said, what a gift it is and, and, and how ironic, you know, again, when your husband's tickling her and, and, and kind of that, that thing that came to you of let's just play, let's go outside, let's just be together right now. Mm -hmm. oh, 
right? Well, yeah, being present in the moment is part of mindfulness-based stress reduction. And as part of any kind of pain management program is being present to the moment and, and trying not to judge anything. And that's part of what laughter yoga is about. You need to not be judging yourself or the people around you. And in fact, um, I've done some work with hospice patients one-on-one -on -one and even um, teaching um, health professionals um, anywhere from the nurses to the doctors themselves to the support staff, how to use different tips and tools of laughter exercises with patients. Because even in a hospice situation, some people it turns around, but even the people where it's not going to turn around, what, what choice you have is, okay, I'm going to come in here with, bring my heaviness in here and sit here in heaviness for two weeks or six months or whatever, or I can come in and every day we're going to do something to take care of ourselves. We're going to lighten the mood. We're going to think of joyful moments. We're going to make today a new memory because that's what it's about. You know, like, what do we have? We have today. We have right now. Let's do what we can. Yeah, because even, even with the war in Ukraine, I've been talking to a laughter yoga professional there who does meditation. And what she said is I look for things I can do to stay in the present moment. I go outside, I try to paint, I do some dancing, you know? Um, so everybody is going to have a different comfort level. Some people are never going to get comfortable with laughter, but the cool thing about laughter is you always have it with you. And if you can learn how to use it, then you can harness the power of it and let it take you places that you probably never imagined possible. I certainly never thought I'd be doing this. Never yeah. in my wildest imagination did I think I was going to be thinking of myself as a laughter professional, especially since I can't <laughs> tell jokes. <laughs> yeah, because no kid grows up and goes, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, it's like, I'm going to be a fireman. I'm going to be a policeman. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a teacher. Right. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to teach people to laugh. I guess the comedians Com Yeah, that, but right? that's very different, right? Yeah. I can't tell a joke. I'm not going to joke telling. <laughs> Well, and so, and so let's, let's get in and talk about, you know, some of the different ways, because I know you're really good at, you have some, some actual tips and tricks and tools, because I'm all about that too, right, is giving people tools so that they can actually do some of these things, right? Okay. So, well, let me interrupt you for a second. What, what time is it? It's, it's, you know, it's that time. Oh, yeah. What time it, is it? It's it's time to laugh. It's time to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you that are that are li only listening on audio, right? Sarah just picks up this business card that says laugh now. So right. we had to take a pause and actually laugh. Right. It's bright orange with purple writing. It says laugh now. And on the back, it says laughter, a smile that bursts laugh right now for no reason breathe deeply and laugh out loud go ahead even if you feel silly do it anyway smile inhale laugh as you exhale it takes just a moment but the energy and fun will uplift and transform you laugh now laugh often enliven your day and on the bottom is a website uh that goes to the laughterbook.com and if you want to get some of your own of these laughter cards you can just visit the website and usually we give them out in groups of 10 because we want you to keep one put it on your dashboard or your mirror and then give some away because 
we are trying to create a laughter movement. We want people to just remember, light, lighten up a little, find the laughter in the moment. And again, it doesn't mean making fun of anyone. It's just um, learning to laugh through things because when you laugh, you feel better. Yeah. So well, so people can actually order those through your website then. Yes. Well. Uh-huh. Okay. And we'll, so we'll, give make... you, we'll give you some of them for free. So yeah. it doesn't even cost anything. So we'll make sure and put that in the show notes, everybody. Yep. So go to the show notes okay. to find it because because I think you know, some sometimes too, it's it's um just we'll just use some maybe a couple of of like real life examples that I've experienced that I'm sure you know, other people experience and, sure. and, and maybe some of the ways that we can use laughter and we'll get into some more of these tools as well, right? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, a lot of times, you know, you said sometimes we laugh at things that are inappropriate or at inappropriate times. Well, you know, sometimes, cause I'm kind of a perfectionist or have been, I'm a recovery perfectionist, <laughs> right? Is that sometimes I make mistakes, right? right? Sometimes I do things that I wished I would have done different. And at that point, right, if we go back to your 10% is what you, you know, control. what you can control and 90% is how you respond. Well, at that point, I have two choices, right? I can either beat myself up and say, oh, Jason, you're so stupid. I can't believe you did that, right? And that's what most of us do, right? Because we're trying to to better ourselves, we're trying to improve, we're trying to, you know, and, and sometimes we feel like being hard on ourselves is the way to like, make us do better, right? Yeah. So that's how most of us respond. How could we respond different in well, a situation like that, that would be healthier for okay, us? Okay, so did you bring your hand puppets today? I have a hand puppet back here. I have, I, no, I you do have them right here. Oh, this hand puppet. I was like, no, I have my lion puppet See, right over everything there. Everything that about? I do needs nothing but your own self. Okay. So here's right? my hand puppet. Okay. So this is called negative self-talk. And this is one of the things that keeps us from just laughing and from feeling good about ourselves. Cause really at the end of the day, Jason, I think we cut through everything else. The one thing that is universally true and nobody, I don't have research about this, but I believe it with my entire being, everybody, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, what you want more than any other thing is to just be loved and appreciated for who you are in the world, period, full stop. Okay. One of the things that keeps us from that is our own negative self-talk. So if one hand is the negative self-talk and the other hand comes in and squashes it with laughter, we're going to make this negative self-talk go away. So then one, and they can, the hands can switch and you can even double team them. Okay. But here's what we can do it. One of three ways. (coughs) So one way is just the motion of, you know, opening and closing your hand and then bringing the other hand and covering the other hand as we laugh. The other way is you can make that little sound of and then come in and cover it with laughter. Or you can actually experiment with words. What are things that you typically say to yourself? I don't like, and I'm already covering it with laughter. It's not. (laughs) You're just going to grabbing it at that point. It's not fair. (laughs) Right? So if everybody will take their hand puppets and just, you know, bring in the negativity, but but squatch that negative. <laughs> yes, as I knock over the books on my bookshelf. All right, so it's just. 
and you just you just stop it midstream. Right, exactly. You're just coming in and, and suffocating it with laughter. And what you're really doing there is you're shifting your brain chemistry because the laughter is releasing these chemicals in your brain and you're making a relationship between this negative and, oh, the laughter overtakes it. And in that laughter, something's going to click in your brain that's going to have you rethink that thing. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm not so stupid. Maybe. And you just keep going. And at some point, it, it just kind of gives you a pause where you can go, that was ridiculous. I didn't need to feel so serious about that thing. Yeah. And again, it takes practice. Like I've been doing this for nearly 20 years. I didn't always have this ability. Um, and so if you want to do anything in life well, you have to practice every day, like you said, with the basketball. Yep. And so um, giving yourself permission without judging yourself and just saying, okay, I feel a little awkward if I'm going to laugh a little because I feel awkward. Only 20% of laughter comes from humor. The rest comes when we're delighted about something or we're scared <laughs> or we just feel a little silly or a little awkward, like, you know, oops. <laughs> well, and I think that's, that's where too, because, you know, and, and for those of you that are just listening on audio, this is probably one of the episodes where you might want to go back and actually check out the video on the YouTube page or on my website as well, because Sarah's been using her hands, right? And and so I'm going to do it a little bit too, because I think I'll I'll try to practice a little bit, right? Because because I think a lot of times too is we can we can choose to be hard on ourselves or we can make light of it, you yes. know, it, it, which is what you're kind of saying. And and by actually using the little hand puppets, right? By taking your hands, pretending as if you had a puppet on them, so they're kind of talking, right? And, you know, if you've heard, you've probably heard me say this before people, but, you know, talking to yourself is not crazy. In fact, not talking to yourself is what is crazy, right? <laughs> so, so, so let's say, you know, again, we go back to my scenario, right? I just, I just did something. Maybe I'm embarrassed about it, or maybe I just can't believe that that happened, right? So I'm kind of surprised as well. So I can take my little hand puppets, right? And I can go, oh, Jason, I can't believe the, <laughs> right? But and that er needs to be laughter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so we're gonna we're all gonna be sitting around on our patios, looking like some you know deranged <laughs> mad scientists because we're like. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, so yeah, but it works, and what it does is it actually it it moves your attention off of whatever it was that you were dealing with, which again, being in the present moment, a lot of times is getting us to move because when we're doing the judging, right, we, we need to focus, move our attention from the judging to something else. And laughter is one of those ways to do it. Right. And the laughter is never making fun of yourself or poking fun at yourself or anyone else. In fact, I love this phrase. When you, when you do something wrong, what if, if you just threw your hands up in the air and said, how fascinating, <laughs> because if you think about it, if you could be curious, I wonder what made me do that. How fascinating that I did that thing as opposed to, oh no, why did I do that? How fascinating, hmm, mm -hmm. how could I rethink that? How could it have been different? If it's fascinating, that's wonder, that's curiosity, that's childlike. So laughter has a very big element of being childlike and playful. Play is an excruciatingly important aspect of laughter. Because when we allow ourselves to play, it's that wild abandon, it's that not judging, we're just 
enjoying the moment. It's being present. And there's a lot we can learn from taking that pause. And look, laughter can't fix anything. I couldn't make my daughter well with laughter, but I could sure make a point of enjoying every day and putting as much joy into every moment as possible. Yeah. Well, but there is too. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't change that situation, but there are lots of examples of people who have changed, especially their health situation Mm -hmm. as a result of laughing. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, like you said, there's doctors now that are actually prescribing Mm -hmm. people to laugh, right. And actually spend time during the day doing that because it does actually, it can have a physiological change on our body and help us to actually heal. I think, I think you were the one that was telling me before about the guy who was watching um, Three Stooges videos, right? Yeah, you're talking about uh, Norman Cousins. He was a journalist in the 70s who had an inflammatory disease that was very painful. And he checked himself into a hotel rather than a hospital. He did check with his doctor. They had basically given him six months to live. And he said, you know, hmm, I've been, he's a journalist and he had been studying about um, the negative effect that stress and pain and things have on your body. So he thought, I wonder if we could turn it around and do some positive things. So he went and watched videos and he found that watching Three Stooges, Marx Brothers, Candid Camera episodes gave him um, about, I think he said 10 minutes of watching gave him and laughing gave him two hours of pain-free sleep. And he did eventually live another 25 years. So uh, he wrote a book about it called The Anatomy of an Illness. And uh, the founder of Laughter Yoga actually was studying uh, Norman Cousins' work when he founded Laughter Yoga. His name is Dr. Madan Kataria, a medical doctor out of India. And uh, interestingly, he went to a public park to tell jokes um, with friends. And by the end of the week, they had grown from six to 30 people. And everything was going well until he was told that the jokes weren't funny and the group wanted to disband. He's like, no, give me one more day. And he went home and he realized he had some theater background and he realized that if he could create these little games, something that would trigger the laughter that wasn't a joke, then he could get the laughter. And so he wasn't actually the first person to come up with the idea of um, you don't need a sense of humor in order to have laughter, but he is the one who really put it on the map. And so there are now hundreds of countries, well, over a hundred countries around the world have laughter clubs where they practice healthy, (laughs) purposeful, playful laughter. Well, and it's interesting because as you said, like with, with Norman Cousins, when he laughing for what, 10, 15 minutes would give him two hours of pain-free sleep, right? So, so again, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing, you know, again, we all get headaches or, you know, different things like that, back pain, other things that, that tend to come up. And, and yeah, I've noticed, you know, because again, I, I've been taught kind of move your attention. If, if, if I'm sitting there and it's like, oh man, the back of my head feels like it's going to blow out. Oh my gosh, I've got a headache. Oh man, when is this headache going to go away? When I'm saying things like that, I'm still focusing on the headache. And but you're also judging it, by the way, just in I am too. And listening to you. That's yeah. one of the first things we do. <gasps> Why do I have a headache? I don't have time for a headache. We're, we're in so much judgment. And as you let go of that judgment, it helps. Go ahead. Well, it helps. And, and, and what I found too is, 
you know, let's say again, it's a day that I wake up. Some, some days I do just the back of my head is like, you know, but I get on, I'm talking to somebody, I'm interviewing somebody for a podcast. I'm doing something else. My attention has been moved and I'm in the present moment with that person. I don't feel the headache while I'm doing that. And then maybe I'm done. I go back out on the back porch and I sit down. It's like, Oh, that headache is still there. Right. But, but because again, I was, I was doing something different. And like you said, and this makes total sense again, because as we have those big belly laughs and we're actually laughing, endorphins do get released into our body. Mm -hmm. Uh, We probably get a little shot of adrenaline too, if we're moving, moving around a little bit. Mm -hmm. Those are the body's natural chemicals Mm -hmm. that will actually block the pain Mm -hmm. as well. So you know, again, I'm sure there's, there's probably been some scientific studies about it too, but you know, for everybody, again, it's, we're, we're, we're here to entertain you, give you some, some tips, you go try it on your own, but maybe next time you have a headache, just try laughing for a few minutes and see if your headache goes away before you go grab the, you know, ibuprofen or the Jack Dan or what, uh, anyway, whatever it is, right? <laughs> that's a brand of the ibuprofen, right? <laughs> that's a that's a brand of something like ibuprofen, right? <laughs> ah, well, good stuff, good stuff. So, 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 what are some other? Because, like I said, you know, you've Love got tips. lots of different tips sure. for for how to do. So if you're a person who is thinking, oh, I can't laugh on purpose, like that sounds really good, but I can't, I just can't muster the laughter. So I would invite you to ask another person to make eye contact with you and just smile at each other, a great big smile. And so Jason, go ahead, just smile at me. (laughs) And now we're going to relax our face. Now, okay, see, you're already laughing. Now, Jason may be a little bit easier to laugh, but this is actually something I began to do in my laughter sessions. I realized that if I said to everyone, we're going to laugh on purpose, everyone was like, uh huh, you know, looking around, rolling their eyes. But if I said, okay, I want you to get a partner, make eye contact, and just smile at each other, half the room would start to giggle. Why? Because they were feeling a little uncomfortable, but Mm. that laughter was helping them shed their inhibitions. And so doing, making eye contact and just smiling at someone else or yourself in the mirror, by the way, which can be also very fun, um, that can already shift your, your brain and help you to just let go with some laughter without planning it. But if you're trying to practice actually learning how to laugh on purpose. I love these two exercises, sort of part one and part two. So the first one is called laughter breaths. Now, this whole time that we've been talking, Jason, I would venture all the money I have that everyone who's been listening has been breathing, right? Because we do that without without (laughs) trying, we're breathing, but we're just doing normal breaths, okay? But we're gonna take a laughter breath. And I, this is a demonstration also of how your body uses laughter as its best way to increase the oxygen flow. Okay, so just notice, all you have to do is notice, we're gonna breathe in through the nose. And as we exhale through the mouth, we're just gonna say the words ha 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 over and over till those ha ha ha's strung together At some point, we're going to let go and they're going to become laughter and try to keep it going as long as you can. Breathe if you have to in the middle, but just see what happens. Okay, so breathe in and exhale. (laughs) 
Now, some of the ha-ha's might have gotten <laughs> silent, but here's the thing, Jason, are you aware of having taken a breath from the time you took that first breath until you stopped just now? No, but Probably. I'm sure I did because no, I, I don't I, think I, I didn't. And didn't. I didn't, I was watching for it. I didn't. Now, some people might take a quick breath, but the point is that when we laugh, it's an exhale. I bet you've experienced a time when you were laughing so hard that you couldn't stop you you needed to stop because you wanted to breathe and you just you you were begging whoever was making you laugh to stop so you could breathe because when we are laughing we're only exhaling you can't inhale and laugh at the same time <laughs> or else you get the little piggy snort <laughs> right so so what happens is when you're laughing you're getting rid of all that carbon dioxide that's giving more room for more oxygen so if you need to increase the oxygen flow and you can laugh, okay, but also we're gonna try it again just to practice because the more you practice this, the faster you get to actual laughter instead of just ha-ha. Now I try consciously to slow myself down when I do this for the benefit of the people who are not used to it because I go right to laughter, right? But I'm gonna try to pretend in my mind that I'm not easily laughing and that I'm just like, yeah, okay, ha, ha, ha. But eventually I'm going to get there. And I invite your listeners to do the same thing. Okay. Just give it yeah, a I was going to say everybody that's listening, you know, as long as you be safe, obviously, if you're driving, that might not be the best, but do this with us, you know, as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Breathe in. Now exhale. Ha. <laughs> okay i could tell that you were consciously slowing that one down that time i was well i was because i was trying yeah. to do the same thing i didn't right. i didn't want to jump jump right into it right. but it, but it's interesting too because as you were as you were talking about that i was thinking of some other you know there's breath work and other stuff that i've been researching and looking at too that I think, you know, a lot of times we don't breathe very deeply. Right. We're very shallow in our, in our breath a lot of times. And so, you know, especially as I've been, you know, doing some of the meditative and breath work of trying to actually focus more on exhaling completely, inhaling completely, holding my breath for a certain period of time. I noticed when we did the first ha 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 ha, right? And it was, you know, again, I, I jumped quickly to the laughter and it was very genuine and deep belly. But, but when I stopped, I almost felt a little lightheaded, right? Like, oh, that's interesting, right? Because again, I think most of the time we don't breathe that deep. And so actually doing some of those exercises our body's probably like, finally, you took a deep breath. Would you do that again? <laughs> right. right? I'm please, like starving please. for oxygen oh, right. here. Right. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, so part two, I love this one. Um, this is, I call it gradual laughter. So the challenge is, if I'm not really ready to laugh, I'm going to close my mouth and I'm like, mm -mm, not going to laugh. Just go ahead and try. Close your mouth, everyone. And try to say ha, ha ha Just say ha. Just one ha. Go ahead, Jason. Close your mouth and try to say ha. Hmm. <laughs> it doesn't sound like ha, does it? 
<laughs> sounds like okay. a grunt. <laughs> so, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to gradually laugh by starting with our mouth closed. But listen, it can still sound a little bit like laughter, <laughs> right? I'm trying, but I'm keeping my mouth closed on purpose. So we're going to start with, <laughs> and we're going to eventually smile. Then we're going to show our teeth with a smile. Then we're going to begin to open our mouth. Then we're going to let go with as big a laugh as we want. But what I want you to do when you do this is just notice, just notice what happens to the sound? What happens? How does it move around your body? Because it's going to move around your mouth and you'll be able to tell. Don't overthink it. Just notice. Okay. So we're going to gradually laugh. We'll do it a couple of times. Okay. So just start with your mouth closed. Because we're because uh, you know we're here on video, so we're seeing ourselves too, right? So do this in the mirror; that'd be a good thing. But but no, so because when I when I got to the point where where I was you know smiled, I tried to see my 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 teeth. It was like I, it sounded to me like I was crying, and I'm like, this is so, so silly. And actually, crying and laughing come you know they're very tied together and dr michael miller says crying uh, laughing until you cry is the best kind of laughter because it just means you're letting go and you're fully engaging your body so sometimes when we do laughter exercises it will bring up something that makes someone cry that's completely okay and sometimes if you're crying really hard you eventually get to laughter and these emotions are very tied with each other. Well, let's just try it one more time so everyone can experience just noticing. And it's just a great way to learn how to practice laughing on purpose because this is easy. I'm not saying, okay, laugh now. I mean, I am, I'm saying we're gonna gradually laugh, but you just get to feel it in your body a little bit differently. Okay, so start with your mouth closed. <laughs> 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 the problem is i'm looking at you and i'm like busting up before i can even get to where i'm supposed to be in the exercise right oh but you actually bring up a great point because we are 30 percent more likely to laugh if we are laughing with someone else and that's also powerful, especially as more and more people in our country and in the world are living alone. Yeah. And, and so we need laughter can be a great way to connect with other people. And that's why there are so many laughter clubs. You can even do it on the phone. I have a laughter call every Monday morning for 15 minutes. People call in from all over and we just laugh. I do these same kind of exercises. We laugh for 15 minutes and every day on Facebook Live. Um, it's fun if you invite a friend to, to do it with you. I also, during the pandemic, I had a mask. I don't think I have it with me right now, but it said, have you laughed today? And so, and I have a big magnet on my car because I really just felt like, okay, we hate wearing these masks, but if it's got a message that says, have you laughed today? Now we can share a laugh. We can still make eye contact and now we can feel connected when we're all feeling so isolated. So. Well, and what's funny too, because, you know, you bring up like the mask thing, cause we've, we've been under this for a long time and I'm in California. So, you know, we've been under mandate pretty much the whole time for the last two years. We're just kind of coming out of it now. Um, but, but what was interesting is, you know, a lot of times I would, 
I would feel like, cause I, cause I like to s- smile or, 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 you know, try to make somebody else's day. And, and I remember thinking, you know, and I think I even said it, I'm smiling behind my mask mm-hmm. and somebody said, I know I can see it in your, in eyes. your eyes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that again, those, those things are, are actually, you know, connected and, and and I think it's it's funny because you know again I I think one one way to help us feel better as well I mean laughter is great but you know for us but trying to do little things to help other people right so like those laughter cards you know that you that you had or sometimes I carry around million dollar bills right they're just <laughs> can they're I just, have one <laughs> they're just fake yeah well God I want a real one. one can I can I put my name in line for a real one? <laughs> Yeah, no, these when are like the real you, ones come out. <laughs> yeah, when, I wonder if there actually is a million dollar bill. I don't, I don't, I don't know. even know if there is, but if inflation keeps going the way it is, there's yeah. gonna have to be, yeah. right? Yeah, but um, but so sometimes I'll carry those around too because it was, you know, I when I went into the bank one time, um, you know, the same person helps me most of the time, and I wanted to do something just a little different, right? Because right. a lot of times in the service industry like that, you get grumpy people and everything else, yeah. and so. So, you know, it's a bank. So, you know, if it was a, you know, somebody in a restaurant, I could tip them. But, you know, <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm tipping the teller, they're going to get in trouble. I'm probably going to get in trouble. Right. So but right, I have one of those yeah. million dollar bills and I'm like, I know I can't give you real money, but thanks for your help today and pushed in the million dollar bill. <laughs> and she picked it up and she looked at it and she started laughing. Right. And you laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. Laughing all, laughing all the way out of the bank too. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm here until 11 folks, but, um, but yeah, this is something too that we can do or, you know, by us laughing more, it's going to become contagious and help other people as well, I think, right. right? Right. I used to regularly call people during the pandemic and just say, have you laughed today? And then I'd say, well, how about if we laugh? And we just laugh for, th- I, I sometimes would set my timer, but sometimes I'd just say, hey, let's just laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'd start laughing and we'd laugh. And, you know, people really respond to that because like, first of all, nobody thinks about me. When was the last time somebody just called me and it wasn't, you know, uh, a prank, uh, uh, a, uh, a business, you know, one of those stupid calls. Your auto insurance is now right, expired. Exactly. <laughs> or give me your firstborn and your, your email address and your social security number so I can go hack you those kind of calls. Um, but <laughs> you can have my firstborn, but you can't have the other things. <laughs> But the thing is also, um, we, you you talked about some days you're just in a funk. When you get like that, if you can just put a smile on your face, like if every time everyone answered the phone, the first thing they did was before they say anything, they just put a smile on their face, right? It sounds different. Like just answer your phone. Hello. Okay. I'm focused. I don't sound very welcoming, but if I first go smile first, and then I'm like, hello, it sounds different. And you can tell, like the person who said, I can tell it with your eyes, you can also tell in someone's voice how they're feeling. And so if you can tell in someone else's voice, then how powerful would it be if you learn to recognize in your own voice and you learn to control it? And here's the thing that's so interesting in social situations, you know, couples will often be arguing. And then they get to the party that they're going to, right? And now they each put on their public face. 
-hmm. and they feel more welcoming and they seem more welcoming. Well, how does that couple get to that place on their own without needing to go to that party? So um, if you are in a relationship with somebody, could be um, your teenage daughter, it could be a friend, but you're having a little spat or you're not seeing eye to eye on something. If you can grab hands with permission and lock eyes and just say, can we just laugh for a minute? Not laughing at each other. You're not making fun of anything. You're just laughing. <laughs> and you literally set a timer and you laugh for a minute. You're going to feel ridiculous. You might have a lot of resistance at first from one of the people, but if one person can generate the laughter, you can both start laughing. What happens is you're flooding your body with all these chemicals. And at the end of that minute, if you remember what you were arguing about, yay for you. But even if you do remember, you're going to have shifted your brain chemistry. So the whole way you're approaching it is going to be very different. This is all good stuff. And again, I mean, we could, I could sit here and talk to you for like hours. <laughs> and I could talk about it forever. <laughs> but, you know, we, we probably have to have to wrap up here a little bit, but it's, it's, you know, this is, again, as I was just thinking, because again, I don't know if everybody listening to this realizes it, but I think about people that are listening and I want to try to make your day better. And and that's one of the reasons why I show up and do this and, and just realize again, you know, how, how heavy so many people are, how, you know, and that we just need to laugh more, not take ourselves quite so serious. And I needed, I need to hear it too. Right. So, you know, that's why I reached out again, Sarah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, can I, I would like to offer two more really quick things. So, oh, yeah, like I said, I, I just wanted to, yeah. you know, make sure that we're uh, so that we can, you know, make sure and, and share any kind of final stuff, because like you yep. said, you've got you already, folks, I don't know if you've realized, but she's dropped four or five different things. So if you didn't catch them the first time, go back and listen to it again. Take notes this time, because these are these are good things that you can do anytime, anywhere, any place as well. So. Great. So and some of the exercises like Jason was talking about the shoulder tapping, um, we just alluded to that. We won't do it now, but you can check my YouTube channel. There's a playlist and one of them is laughter exercises and you can find really short videos that teach you how to do those. But um, Jason, when you were saying just now, you know, sometimes you feel heavy. We have such a strong association with heavy and weight that I wanted to point out to your listeners that heavy and weight you lose calories. You, you, you literally burn calories when you laugh. 50 calories for every 15 minutes of belly laughs. If you don't do anything else, that's four pounds in a year. Now that's not a lot, but yeah. all you're doing is laughing. For goodness sake, you're having fun. Just call your friend and say, let's laugh. Or just watch my Facebook live every day, you know, <laughs> or just watch something that makes you laugh. It doesn't matter where you get it. So, whatever it is right. well and it's and it's interesting because again subconsciously you know and again we use that word heavy mm -hmm. and and again the more we feel heavy the more we think we are heavy literally folks the heavier your body gets so if you're trying to lose weight but you're feeling heavy all the time you're competing against your body Right. And your body's going to win. That's why you're not losing weight usually is because your emotions are weighing you down and your body reflects the emotions that you right. feel. Yes. And a couple of times, I think I heard you say, did you use the word funk? 
at any point. Yeah. I, I thought you did. Okay, so this is a brand new exercise. And I haven't really shared Ooh. this very much. It's called the Funkel. The Funkel. So, all right. So, um, if you want to get out of your funk, you have to get rid of the K. Because if you get rid of the K, what are you left with? Fun. Funnel. Fun. Yeah. Oh, funk on the K. There we go. Right. I like okay. That. So if if we could pretend like we're playing a tug of war, except just do this with imagine that you're looking at yourself. Okay. A clone of yourself that's in a funk. But in the same motion of a tug of war, you're going to grab a hold of the funk. But the only thing you can grab a hold of is the K. Right. Pull out and that so K. You got that thing. So just keep grabbing at the K, grabbing at the K, <sighs> but with lots of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes the k is heavy but you know here we go all right, all right. again those of you listening we're using... those legs you know <laughs> but eventually oh, it's gone it's gone <laughs> and what am i left with just fun <laughs> well or the other thing that i've been thinking about too because I, I i use that word the other the other thing that i try to think uh -huh. about is you know, you can take out the K or you can add a Y at the end of it, baby. And you can there be you funky and I can get my boogie shoes on there or whatever, go. right? And just start like thinking about right. that too. Funky okay. and bad when you're dancing, baby. Right, that's really right. good. I love it. A little Casey and the Sunshine Band or something there like that go. going on in my All background. All right, so my last tip is today, March 28th, happens to be something on a stick day. Something now, on a stick. Okay, so like a hot dog people, on a stick, ice cream on a stick. Right, or... right. Okay, so most people, especially if you live in Minnesota, especially if you've gone to the state fair, you could pretty much have anything you ever thought of on a stick. But most people think of food on a stick, right? Yeah. Not me. What do you think I think of? I want laughter on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just listening, I have a little popsicle stick with a little probably four inch square and it's got the word laugh. And I actually colored this one. So I designed this one myself and colored it. And these are called Thought Pops. And we can put the link um, in, the, in the notes. But these are great to use if you are on a Zoom call. I actually have used them live too. But on a Zoom call or on an online you know, vir virtual event or meeting, and you want to show up and you want to lighten the mood and you want just people to be more engaged. Um, and so they can be any message you want. I, of course, want laughter, but you can do, you know, um, mute yourself or turn on your chat button or look in the chat or whatever. There's lots of messages, but um, I wanted to celebrate today with laughter on a stick. So we've got laugh and we've got laugh more because I am doing 11 minutes of laughter. We're up to 11 minutes of continuous laughter on my Facebook live. So I have to remind people. And then some of the traditional ones, this is just an LOL, LOL. one. And then on the back, it's encouragement with the two thumbs up. The little giggle emoji has got his two thumbs up. And we're trying to always bring the joy. So this one says joy. And then I always think gratitude is a great place to go. And so this last one says, thank you. And just for creativity's sake, because it's something on a stick, I have this little laughter guy puppet and I made a bobble, bobble, bubble, whatever you call these. Bubble, bubble, bubble head. head. Yeah. Out of bubble head. So he's just, he's just laughing on the stick right here. And then the last thing is wherever you are, I want you to stick with laughter. And it's a popsicle stick that I wrote, ha, 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 all over it. And on the back, it says stick with laughter and it's just got my my website 
So laughhealthy.com. So we'll make Correct. sure to put that in the, in the show notes too, but yeah, you know, the, the, this is, um, you know, it's, it, it's a good place. That, so thanks for bringing those up and making sure that we talked about those two, because I think, you know, this is one thing that I have noticed and has worried me for, I, I don't like using the word worried, but especially, you know, in the business world and a lot of places, we, we take ourselves too seriously. And, and 20 years ago, cause I, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are older than me that are retired. And I remember, you know, one, one of the ladies, she was in charge of HR for some pretty big companies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, things were different. And I remember talking with her about it and, and her kind of bemoaning the fact that, you know, the workplace has gotten so sterile mm-hmm. that we're not allowed to joke. We're not allowed to do anything because God forbid that you might offend somebody. Right. And I, I kind of have the Ricky Gervais approach, which is, you know, if you like his humor, I mean, sometimes he's like, it's like, dude, did you really just make fun of that? And he's like, look, there's a difference between the joke that's funny and the thing. Right. And you have to separate the two. But that's, you know, sometimes things are funny, but, you know, like I said, little things like that, that we can even use in Zoom calls or other stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of companies that are doing mindful minutes before you start a, before you start a meeting, right? right. Where everybody just sits down and breathes for a minute mm-hmm. before you get started. Right. You can incorporate some of these things into, okay, now it's time for our laugh break. Everybody laugh for the next 30 seconds, and then we're going to get back to it. That's exactly what I want to do. I don't have my whistle on me, but I carry around a whistle and I have several different versions, but one of them has a great big smiley face on the side. And I, I came up with this idea as I was literally walking through a company, talking to them about changing their entire culture with laughter. And I thought about, you know, you have a fire drill when you're a kid and a big noise happens and then everyone has to leave and it like breaks up the day. What if your program manager walked through the halls and just blew this whistle and said, quick, everyone laugh for no reason. And everybody started laughing and then you go back to work. So you talked about a mindful minute. What if you send everybody the same link and you say, just before the, the, the meeting, I want everyone to watch this 30 second video. And what if the video is either laughter breaths or maybe it's a baby video or next week it's a pet video, something that is not judgmental, but that everybody can laugh with so that everybody comes in. So my, my little tagline, I want people to skip to the meeting, not skip the meeting. Yeah. Well, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. And a lot of people would say, well, but we're not being productive. Well, for 30 seconds, you're going to be more productive. Well, if you actually, actually stop. after the 30 seconds, you'll be more yeah, productive. You're also. going to be more productive. Uh, Because it kind of reminds me, I think I I did some, it was like a little tongue in cheek social post this week that said something like cat videos are better than social media, you know, because at least so many, well, and at least cat videos make you laugh or they make you (laughs) smile where social media usually makes people depressed. Right. Right. Um, And it kind of goes along with that, you know, watching a cat video, you know, I, I love George Carlin. I just downloaded some of his his old stuff. We just watched uh, one of the old uh, from Carnegie Hall, one that he did on TV, but went ahead and I, I downloaded some of them onto my phone as well, just so that I kind of have that in the back pocket. 
anytime I want to, I can just pull it up, listen to a three to five second skit, and surely I'm going to laugh, you know, right. as, as part of it. Plus all these other, you know, I, I should have been keeping count, but we're probably six, <laughs> seven, eight different ways that you've showed people, Sarah, on how they can actually just do some things, little things during the day. If people, you know, and, 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 and here's maybe a thing too, is you might feel a little self-conscious about doing it. You might be a little worried about, you know, like doing our, our little sock puppet, <laughs> you know, kind of thing <laughs> of doing that in public because of what people might think about you. But what I'm gathering or what I'm guessing and what I envision of me having observed other people who do things like that, those other people aren't judging you. And in fact, they're probably going, you know, that's pretty cool. And they're going to smile or they're going to laugh right. as a result of it as well. Right. And so yeah. it's not that people aren't going to be judging you. They're going to be like, wow, how cool is Sarah? And I think this honestly, folks, it's yeah, like, thanks. how cool is Sarah that she can be who she is? She does her little thing. She's got her little bobblehead guy, <laughs> you know, and, and does all the things because you know, she's helping herself, but she's helping everybody around her as well. And that's when the thing laugh, we do. We, and we, we can do all be that for other people. Right. Yes. Right. There's a saying, be the laugh that everyone remembers. And, you know, even if you are that laugh, that is like the one that everyone hears in the theater, everybody is secretly jealous. They want to be able to have that wild abandon and just let go and laugh because we know that laughter feels good. And it does not matter whether, if you are a person who can find the humor with different comedians or cat videos or whatever, it, I have nothing against humor. I don't happen to have that kind of sense of humor. And I certainly can't tell jokes that make people laugh. So for me, it's purposeful laughter, but it doesn't matter where you get the laughter so long as you find it. And for me, it's also not at anyone else's expense. I don't want people to make fun of people because that can, that can have really long lasting effects that we don't, you know, like even the kid that trips and everyone laughs at him, that kid may have had something going on that, you know, makes them feel really badly. So um, just be careful about that. But humor is good. Laughter is the best. It is. And like I said, I mean, so again, as you've listened today, I'm sure there has to have been some time because I looked kind of silly and I was <laughs> like right now I'm going to start laughing again. Right. But you feel better at the end of listening to this than I'm sure you did at the beginning. So you know, this is another one of those tools in your back pocket too. You know, if you want to go back and listen to it again, you're going to laugh again, but um, you know, share Sarah, it with your friends, share it with your friends as well. Because again, the fact that you got value out of it means somebody else is going to as well. Right. Because like I said, I, I, so many people need this. So many people need this and, and you don't, you never know. In fact, this reminds me of a story. Um, one of the guys that I knew, he was, he, he, long story short, Russian immigrant had moved to Germany with the whole communism thing. And, and anyway, I was talking to him. He was, he was telling me about his mother. 
And he said, you know, there, there was this mean guy in the neighborhood. And every time he, this, he would walk by as a little kid, you know, give him this stern look, you know, kind of disapproving sort of thing. And his mother told him, you know, always smile, right? Just smile. And, you know, because we never know. That's right what's going on in the other person's mind. And I do not know how many times somebody has come back to me or somebody has come back to somebody else that I know and said, that smile that you gave me today, you making me laugh, you making me feel seen yes, and heard mm-hmm. was exactly what I needed to hear today because blah, 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 blah is going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Right, that there are so many people in pain and living lives of quiet desperation yeah. that anything that you can do, a smile, a laugh, do the stupid sock puppet thing in public, right? Just so other people are seeing it. If you can make somebody else smile or laugh a little bit, right, you may be the difference. Yeah. In that you know, person's smiling life. is just smiling at someone, especially if you make eye contact. I mean, obviously, um, just that it says, hey, let's share a moment. You know, you've been in line at a bank and it's taking a long time. You look at the person next to you, you smile, knowing smile. You're recognizing each other when you smile and say good morning to someone. You change their whole day. And by the way, you change yours, too. So yeah, it's really powerful. It really, really is. And, and we always have it. We always have it with us. And that's the, to me, that's just the most powerful part is that it's always there. We just get to choose how to use it. It is. So let's laugh. Let's have fun. Let's be a little crazy, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So we got the laugh sign and I'm sitting there. I've got this, I've got this Steve Martin in my mind. We're two wild and crazy guys, right? Two wild and crazy people that are just laughing and trying to be happy. And I've, I appreciate you coming on Sarah. Cause like I said, I, I haven't laughed this hard in a little while too. So I appreciate you being here and for you sharing laughter and love with everybody else who's listening. Thanks so much for having me, Jason. It's always my pleasure to talk about it and share what I can because I want the world to be laughing more every day. Well, I loved you said the laughter movement, you know, as well, which I, I love that. And um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll put stuff in the show notes as well. So laughhealthy.com, you know, as well. Um, but yeah, you'll be able to see all the stuff in the show notes. Go out, check Sarah out, jump onto her Facebook lives, you know, and do some of these different things. Because again, it's, any little thing, even if it's only for a minute, even if it's only for 30 seconds, right? And who doesn't have 30 seconds in a day that you can do something to lighten your mood and lighten the moods of other people around you as well. So Sarah, with that, thank you. Thank you again so much, so much for coming on. And uh, I'm sure we'll have to have you back because the world needs more laughter. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others. 
You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.